It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. To be told that you need a kidney transplant is a terrifying diagnosis, but we're going to learn about what's involved and the hope that's out there. My guest is Dr. David Leeser. He's the chief of kidney and pancreas transplantation at the University of Maryland School of Medicine. Welcome to the show, Dr. Leeser. How many people right now are on the waiting list for a kidney transplant nationally? Well, nationally, I think it's uh, close to 100,000 patients, So, and it keeps getting larger all the time because, you know, as as you can imagine, getting an organ is a challenge. So we, we have uh, a lot of patients who are in need, and we don't have enough organs to, uh, to treat every patient out there with a kidney transplant. So we work very hard to make sure that any time there's a possible donor that we can uh, get it to work somehow so that we can use those organs and some patients off of hemodialysis. What's the average wait time? I, I understand that there's always a shortage of donors for a major organ like this. What can people expect for wait times? Well, I think uh, it depends uh, where you live and what your blood type is. You know, there are uh, most of the people walking around out there have blood type A, and so there are more blood type A donors than there are O donors, and O donors are uh, more challenging to find. So if you have a blood type A or you have a blood type AB, you could uh, wait anywhere between six months and three years or four years. And if you have a blood type O, you could wait anywhere between three years and seven years, depending on where you live in the country and the type of kidney that we're looking for. Because if I have a, a patient who's in their 20s or 30s, I need to find an organ that could last them 20 or 30 years or, uh, or longer if we can get it to last that long. Uh, so we're going to wait for an organ that uh, really has a great potential. Uh, whereas if you're a patient who in their 50s or 60s develops renal failure and, uh, you know, as we age, we there's more things that can happen to us. So I want to try to get those patients transplanted more quickly so we're a little bit more aggressive about the organs we'll use uh, for those patients. Dr. Leeser, as we're talking about dece- you know, deceased kidney donors, what about a living kidney donor? Can that decrease the wait time? And what's that like, both for the donor? Does it have to be a family member? Can it be just some hero out there willing to donate their kidney? How does that work? Well, I think uh, really it's, it's all of the above. The first thing that I tell patients, that if we can find a living donor, uh, either a friend or a family member, that can give you a kidney, that's the Rolls-Royce of transplants because, number one, we can schedule the transplant. So many times we're able to find patients who are approaching the time when they would need to go on dialysis, and we can schedule the transplant so that the patients never go on dialysis. And we know that dialysis is life-saving. It saves patients whose kidneys have failed, but it also is a tax on the body. And if we can keep patients from having to go on dialysis, we know that they will live longer and they will live more productive lives. So that is always a goal that we try to achieve, which is to find a living donor and to get the uh, patient transplanted before they go on dialysis. Uh, We do have nationally 
There are amazing people out there who decide for whatever reason that they want to give a kidney to someone. And those uh, types of uh, people uh, present to transplant centers throughout the country. And there's many ways uh, that we can use these, what we, we term them non-directed donors. Some people call them angel donors. Some people call them hero donors. But there are many ways in which we can uh, take advantage of these amazing uh folks who are willing to give a kidney. Sometimes we uh, use these donors to start a chain of living donor transplants because we have people that will come and they will have a donor, but that donor doesn't match them. So we can start with a a non-directed living donor and they would give someone and then their donor gives to somebody else. And it's like a domino of transplants, a domino chain. And that allows us to transplant even more patients in that regard. So there's there's many ways that we can accomplish living donor transplants, and it's absolutely the best way. If we can find a family member that matches that recipient uh, well, that's an even better option. Dr. Leeser, we don't have a lot of time in this segment, and I'd like to get to you know some of the advances on the horizon in kidney transplantation. But please just tell the listeners, can you live with one kidney if they're considering being a living donor? Can you live with one kidney? What about that fear that that kidney is going to go bad? Right. Well, we know that uh, if we work up the donors very carefully and screen them for any potential issues that could affect their kidney function, that if if that workup is negative, that the chances of that donor uh, ever needing a kidney transplant is exceedingly small. So 99.9% of these patients will never, ever have a problem. There is a small percentage, well less than uh, 1% or or 0.1% really, that could have a problem. But overall, it's exceedingly safe, uh, and uh, the uh, patients do very, very well. So, and, and nationally, we know, that we know that we are doing thousands of living donor transplants, so we know that there is going to be that one needle in a haystack. But what we do is... Nationally, we realize this. So if, if, God forbid, someday a donor has a problem with their single kidney, they get an immediate access to, uh, with special preference to the deceased donor pool. So even though it is a very, very uncommon occurrence, uh, in fact, donors have a better chance of having good renal function for the rest of their lives than the population at large. But even though we know that, that, that it's very safe, if there is a problem, we know that we have to treat these donors differently. It's nice that they get special care if there's somebody willing to donate a kidney. Now, tell us about some of the latest developments in kidney transplantation. We only have about a minute and a half left. Well, I think the biggest development uh, right now is the national swap programs that we have that allow us to take donor-recipient pairs that are incompatible and find a compatible pair. So this is resulting in, you know, if, if you have a pair in California that matches the pair in, uh, in Baltimore, we can send the kidneys across the country and get those patients transplanted. And that, uh, the National Kidney Registry, which is one of these swap programs, has already accomplished more than 1,000 transplants since 2008. That's amazing. And tell people where they can go for more information about being a kidney donor or for some loved one of theirs if they want to donate a kidney. Well, I think uh, you can always 
check our website at the University of Maryland Transplant, and then there are some national uh, websites. Uh, the United Network for Organ Sharing uh, has, or UNOS has a website that's all about transplants, and the other group, the National Kidney Registry that I talked about, uh, which the University of Maryland is one of the key centers involved with the National Kidney Registry, is involved in swaps and can help uh, direct non-directed donors, of these hero donors, to centers that can help them donate to a, a, a deserving recipient. And what a hero that you are, you know, and someone who can really donate a kidney and go through that process and give hope to so many people who are maybe on dialysis or about to be waiting for a kidney. You can go for more information to unos.org. That's unos.org. And learn more about kidney transplants, what's involved in adult kidney transplants, and maybe help somebody save a life. This is Melanie Cole. And if you missed any of the great information that we're giving here on Radio MD, you can always listen anytime, on demand, or on the go at radiomd.com. And be sure and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at your radio. Thanks so much for listening and share this show with your friends because it is so important that we all learn together. That's what we do here at Radio MD. So scroll around and learn something with us. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well. (laughs) 